What's good, everyone? Alex Chateris here. As you know, this is a Jets episode because it is Friday. However, uh, I'm doing this, as you know, if there is a modification or mistake to the podcast. Uh, there is a modification to this podcast because yesterday was just a catastrophe for the New York Jets. We lost some key people. Uh, Carl Lawson, uh, the major acquisition this offseason, and we also lost Zane Lewis. On top of that, Sheldon Rankins and Denzel Mims are day-to-day. So like I said, a complete catastrophe for the New York Jets. Uh, I will say that in the future, I guess we should just not go out to Lambeau or go out to Green Bay to go practice with the Packers because, my goodness, this is just too many injuries. But on a serious note, I hope that Carl Lawson and Zane Lewis have a speedy and healthy recovery for Sheldon Rankins, Denzel Mims, I hope you guys are back on the field soon. But I'm doing this update because for this podcast, we recorded this on Wednesday night. So we did this before all these injuries went down. Now, I don't know what this means for the New York Jets this upcoming season. We don't we we weren't expecting them to win anything, but we just wanted to see how these guys would be utilized and the difference they would make for the New York Jets. Especially Carl Lawson, because he was that top offseason signing. He was the marquee offseason signing. He was the one that Joe Douglas went above market value to go get because we needed that edge rusher. So it hurts. It's it's disappointing. It's sad. Uh, as a Jets fan, uh, yesterday was just mind-blowing and just hurtful. And that's why I'm here doing it and not John, because if John were to do this, I don't know if he'd make it through uh, 30 seconds alone without crying and weeping. And I, and I wanted to save you guys from hearing that over a microphone. No one needs to hear that. So with that, enjoy the episode because most of it is still accurate. I would say 95% of it is still accurate. We, we weren't expecting some of these losses. So enjoy it uh, after, these, after a word from our sponsors. And yeah, thank you again for all tuning in. Catch you later. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Jeteris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. So with me is always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with the plan, the guy who's ready to be a fly, to go out to Lambeau Field, sit in on a wall, what? hear what Aaron Rodgers actually thinks about Zach Wilson, listen to Carl Lawson, CJ Mosley, be hyped and be part of that defense. My man, the one and only, the man who's wearing green and gray. And if this actually goes well, we'll be on YouTube so you can see his background right now with the Jets, with the Jets rug behind him. My guy, the one and only, John Malika. What's going on, bro? How are you doing today? What up, man? What up? Always killing it with these intros. You got the green and gray rocking too. Are, are we trying to tell the Jets something with the new alternates? Do we want do we want gr- green and gray uniforms? I, you know, I would be I'd be happy. I'd be happy That'd with be that. Cool. You know, w- let me tell you something. Every, every, every fan base wants a black alternative. We got the black alternative. I'm, I'm not upset with the black, black uni for the New York Jets. I'm not. 
not feeling the spotlight white. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not feeling the Gotham green. All right. But the, 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 was it the stealth black? Those are pretty fire. Those are pretty fire. I'm glad I didn't buy one though when they first came out because none of those guys are on the team anymore except Chris Harden. <laughs> and I don't know if that guy is going to be sticking around. So they're fire. I'll wait. We'll see what happens. But John, as before we actually go into this, how are you feeling today though, man? How, how are you feeling today? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's Wednesday right now. We got couple of Knicks signings happening today. We're bringing back Taj and D-Rose. So some good feelings there. We got good vibes going out with the Yankees winning a couple games, right? Now yep. it's not so crazy. The division, huh? That wild card, not so crazy, <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, <laughs> Now we need to get uh, we need to get uh, Lee back on here to to have uh, have that conversation again, don't we? Huh? Yeah, this, let's give it some time. Let's give it some time. I'm thinking what? sometime. I'm, I'm, for some reason, I'm thinking sometime in October. I don't know why. But Gotta let it marinate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, and and talking about wanting to be a fly in the wall. I don't even need to be in this only case because the the new Aaron Rodgers, dude, the slick back Aaron Rodgers. He's telling it all, dude. He's, he's doing tell-alls at his, at his press conferences today. It's really a sight to see. Yeah, man. Uh, slick back. Uh, are we going to get the, uh, you know, uh, the Jeopardy Aaron Rodgers still? Uh, no, dude. I no, know. that monotone Aaron Rodgers is gone. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what he, he said he was working on himself and not be, on not being negative. Dude, he's the man right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what John's alluding to is, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, waxing poetic about the young quarterback for the New York Jets. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Zach Wilson is the quarterback of the New York Jets, the rookie. <laughs> uh, heard ever heard of that guy? Yeah. That's who, that's who Aaron Rodgers was waxing poetic about. And John, how do you feel about it, man? How, how, how's that getting you ready for the season? Uh, you can't uh, tell me with John's face right now, but he is so hyped. He is so hyped. It's it's not even it's not even about just that. So the Jets and the Packers had a joint practice today. Uh, they're having another one tomorrow before uh, their game coming up against each other in Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers was going uh, uh, during the conference was actually talking about how he disliked joint practices and especially the last one versus the Houston Texans. And he gave a couple examples. One being fights, which very cool that, you know, Salah is able to control his whole team. And, you know, Rogers like complimented him and LaFleur about that. Also, don't forget the LaFleur brothers, right? The, co- the head coach of the Packers and our offensive coordinator, they're brothers. So, you know, <laughs> there's, there's some good hospitality going around here. Um, the family. And, yeah. And, and second of all, he actually alluded to specifically uh, during red zone packages. Chuck Pagano was a defensive coordinator and he was running eight men back. And so Aaron Rodgers was like, it wasn't even practice because like, he's like, in my, he was trying to be modest, right? He's like, in my career, you drop eight people back in the red zone. doesn't really end well for the defense. So it's like a wasted practice for him, right? And he only has such limited time with his players. And he was specifically going through um, how, which I think is very important for Jets fans, especially because it's the same system. As Aaron Rodgers said, it's literally the same system. The first year, you throw everything in. And then the second year, Aaron Rodgers was throwing his stuff in. And by the third year, they're now able to mush those two to- those two together. 
and kind of get somewhere. Um, and that's Aaron Rodgers talking, right? <laughs> like, like the, 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 oh, one of the best to ever do it. So I, I just, I thought it was really cool how he was complimenting the Jets for how, you know, they were playing on their defensive formations. I was, and I was excited about how he was talking about Zach Wilson and LaFleur, man. He was really excited about them. And he was like, yeah, I was giving them tips and stuff like that. How, how can you not be excited about that? I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know how much in tips will will go far. I think for a quarterback, that's pretty dope. And for a coordinator, obviously their tips is not like this girth of knowledge saying, let me tell you how to do something, but a tip is a tip. Sure. Yeah. I think they're just, I think they're just talking about like how the system is run. Like, you know, look for this in the system. Like Aaron Rodgers is not worrying about the New York Jets. You know what I'm trying to say? So he has, no, he has nothing, he has nothing to lose. And he's feeling good right now. He's like, all right, like this is cool. Like he's talking to Zach Wilson. Everything's great. Like, I don't know. I, I, I got really good vibes from like, the, from like the whole, the whole, everything that we were fed today from all media accounts felt good. Even from the Packers B writers, like everything was good. Uh, even though we didn't play amazing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it still felt good. Nah, that's, I mean, it's a good sign. Look, the Jets. The whole Jets feeling this season, there's been a lot of positivity, right? You still have people trying to turn it down, whether it's Emmanuel Acho and uh, Marcellus Wiley <laughs> talking about how, you know, there's no fights that are happening at the Jets because Robert Salah says there's a lot of respect. And then uh, Marcellus Wiley says, if there's no fights, uh, you know, I don't know how good this season is going to be for the team. And my response to that is, that's okay. why. I'm happy. That's why. That's why. As soon as Aaron Rodgers was talking to, me, that's why I was like, like he just cal- he just calmed the whole situation down. I can I can totally understand now when Aaron Rodgers went to his players and just said relax, and then he just <laughs> and he just like won for the next like you know like six seven games or something like yeah. that. Like I can totally I can totally understand it now. Just like after catching a little glimpse into uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's letting us see now. He, he's usually a robot, but he's not, he's, he's not doing that anymore. Well, I think he's one game comfortable in his system, right? He They negotiated with him out in Green Bay, modified his contract. So he can be pretty happy right now, right? He doesn't have to be upset. And he can kind of be open and honest because it's a monkey off his back. But, hey, positive vibes around the Jets right now. I'll take it. And with regards to the Jets not being great in practice, you know, defense is going to be stout. Offense so a lot of new guys, a lot of new weapons. We're missing players still. You know, Elijah Moore is still out. Uh, Zach Wilson's a rookie quarterback. These are the times he's trying to push things and try things out. So it's not always going to be pretty in practice. But as long as they play hard, they learn from it. That's all that you can ask for, right? But it's good to hear. It's good to hear. I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to watch them play. Uh, I'm excited to watch the the Jets play the Packers this weekend. Um you know, I didn't get to catch it live against the the Jets and Giants because I was busy this past weekend. But I did catch the recap. I did watch the game, and I liked what I saw from the defense. Man, I also liked what I saw from the offense, just being able to move the ball with Zach Wilson. It's inspiring. Uh, it's not we weren't sputtering. I wish, and not that Danny Danny Jones would be this miraculous quarterback, but I just wish we had we went against the starter like for a defensive look against their quarterback to see what we could have had. But overall, you had to be impressed. Um, transitioning now, let's, let's just talk about uh, Jets and Giants for a little bit. And what, what did you see from the game that you liked? Oh, man. That Jets you were actually, hold on, you were also there. So let's put, yeah. let's put this in perspective. John was there. 
at the service bowl. So now I can sit, now I set you up for this. Let's hear it. <laughs> Dude, that was, that was such a good time. I was like, I was so happy to be back. Uh, I was fortunate, fortunate enough to get really good seats because Jets were technically the away team. So I guess the Giants season ticket holder just wanted to get rid of the ticket. So I was like right behind the Jets bench. So it was really cool to just catch their vibe. Um, man. The first quarter was electric, dude. I, I, I was, I was so, I don't know. Like I was really excited about it. I'm, I'm glad we weren't robots. Like something so silly, like Zach Wilson playing in the second quarter, even though Salah said he's only going to play the first quarter, but the drive wasn't finished yet. I feel like another, like last year would be like, Oh no, I said first quarter. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like something, you know, there's like, there's like no football sense, you know, of the moment. Um, so that was really cool. Bryce Hall is real. That was like one takeaway. I I, I couldn't like keep my eyes off him. Like he was he was killing it. Mm-hmm. Our defensive line obviously doing well. Zach Wilson played phenomenal. Our wide receivers look okay. I am super worried about the guards. Have you heard that before? I am super worried about the Jets guards. We'll get into that um, as this as this week uh, kind of um, showed us some things. But yeah, man, uh, the, the running backs played really well. I went insane when Denzel Mims converted that third and 18 when mm-hmm. he was carrying about four players. I, I That was right in front of my face. I was literally on the 10-yard line. So, I mean, I, I, nobody's ever been more excited for a preseason uh, first down in their whole life, in their whole lives than I was for that. And then we ended that with the touchdown. I mean, it's pretty obvious what the Jets are going to do this year, dude. We're going to run, run run <laughs> probably to the left okay we're gonna dump it down to jameson crowder whenever we need we're not gonna have a lot of time behind the line our pass protection is not great and our defense we're gonna i'm worried about how we're gonna do reverse tight ends we're gonna rush the passer uh bryce hall's good bless austin isn't <laughs> right <laughs> but, great analysis <laughs> well you know what i'm trying to say like and 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 if you look at our safeties, Lamarcus Joyner is now because you you got you said you were going into it right. You said that Elijah Moore is out. Not only that, dude, Ashton Davis is out. Pinock mm-hmm. was out today, and Lamarcus Joyner is out. Like we can't afford to lose players in the secondary, and it's already thin. And so that's what I'm worried about. Like Buzz Austin's fine. Like you know, I'm obviously you know being you know being a little facetious here, but like. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't know how much we're going to be able to uh, cover back there. So I told you, man, and that's my fear coming into this season. I do not think the secondary is going to be that. If we are average, if we are like fifteen to eighteen, that is exceeding expectations. I expect us to be closer into like the high to mid twenties of this team with the secondary. Because sorry about Bryce Hall, looking good. Bless Austin isn't. We're going to have Marcus May. Okay. Well, Marcus Joyner. Who else? Dude, Ashton he's hurt. Like, yeah, like, I mean, this, is what, this is what I'm, I'm getting worried. to. I'm worried. I'm, I'm actually like really worried. Like this, we're only two is, weeks out. This is what I'm getting to. Like, well, Marcus Joyner's out. Ashton Davis out. Like, who else are we putting? Like, ooh, Lamar Jackson's going to go back there? Like, no, we're not. Let's be real. So the secondary is concerning. And even with those guys fully healthy, we took, like you mentioned, Wes Austin. When I was watching film on him, like, that's just going to be – it's, it's going to look like – He's fine, but he's not gonna. He's not like he's gonna make a player two, but he's also gonna give up a player two. Dude, it's gonna be like or three. He might may make a player two and then give up three. But like he I like him. He's a nice guy. He's fine. He's trying. He's not. He's not <laughs> gonna be as long as he's not Pierre Desir. 
where it's just all numbers and you watch the game, you're just no, like, what the hell? Because Pierre was on the one. So that, so I, I, at least there's just like some slack there. And don't forget, like our D-line is our best asset. So that relieves the cornerbacks a little bit, but it does not relieve the safeties. Like the safeties are going to be kind of under pressure. You know what Dude, I'm saying? And, the, our, and our linebackers, oh, man, it's going to be, I'm, I'm a little worried. I'm expecting a good amount of blitzing, meaning we got to bring a safety. Whether it's the free or the strong, right? Well, the whole, the strong whole, safety. The whole, the whole thing is we want we want we want a natural rush. We don't want a blitz, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Because we're gonna we're gonna need to drop players, right? Isn't that the we're, whole scheme? We're going to need to, but look, we got Carl Lawson. I think it's gonna be good. We also have to play to what our strength is. So if that's take getting into the backfield, blitzing is going to be utilized. So it's mm. it, it you know you got to go after what your strong suit is. So if Marcus <laughs> May or if or Marcus Joyner or whoever. Well, Gerard Davis, Davis. Well, Gerard well, Davis. well, well, yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers uh, said that Gerard Davis has the hardest head in the NFL in NFL history today. <laughs> so take that from what it is. All right. Um, <laughs> pause. First of all, and <laughs> <laughs> you're ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, th- look, like we're going to play to our strong suits. If we can get a natural rush, rush and not have to use the safeties, that's going to be good. But I'm also expecting that we're going to have to like kind of double down to a certain degree on using our strong suit, which is going to be rushing. So we're going to probably have three guys back there, depending on the package or four, if we're going into (laughs) like, you know, if we're going to dime nickel. uh, Yeah. Lots of running. Take the unders, bro. Take the unders, man. Just take the unders in the Jets games. If we get our full secondary, if we have everyone healthy, still still don't expect. Yeah. I still still don't expect, but Hey, Let's talk about a couple guys from this game, though, that you, that you did touch on because the running back situation was pretty good. Well, Michael Pirine, man. Dude, beast. Looking good. Looking good. His rushing is pretty good. Between the tackles, I like it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Coleman's Zach back. Wilson. Coleman's coming back, so he's going to be fine. Ty Johnson looked okay. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I want to get to – I'm just I'm just touch, jumping around here, touching on a couple guys, like guys that I saw that are, like, intriguing to me. But please do what you're doing and fill in, uh, fill in some blanks. Zach Wilson, as we talked about, looked good. Mike White didn't look too bad. He didn't look too bad. Uh, you know, 13 for 19. Um, I know they were very, they were all like short passes, nothing deep, but still, if we're talking about needing someone to come in and game manage, I'm not even saying he's a good game manager. <laughs> not even saying that. Do mm-hmm. not read me wrong here, but it was good enough where I'm saying, all right, it's not Luke Falk. And that's a very <laughs> low bar. It's a very low bar. We still need a good, uh, second, <laughs> second QB, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad. That's all I'm trying to get at. It wasn't so, too bad. So it looks like Mike White is going to take the second spot, and it looks like Morgan and and Josh Johnson are fighting for that third spot. And which, of course, is going to be the practice squad guy scout team. And it looks like it might be Josh Johnson, especially because he knows the system, right? He was in Green Bay as well. So keep your eye on that. But let me ask you a question about this uh, Mike White versus veteran. What's, what are your thoughts on whether or not there would be some sort of pressure a la Justin Fields if, let's say, Nick Foles, right? Because that's the guy everyone's talking about. So let's just put Nick Foles on the Jets. And you could see how there's already a problem there, right? You could see how there's a problem with Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. You could see how there's a problem, you know, with... I'm not gonna say Jordan Love because that's not real, but you know Jameis Winston, you know, you know what I'm saying, and and Hill out in New Orleans. Like, do you want to create 
you know, even let, let's say the Patriots in our division, we got the Miami, they, they got stuff going on. Like, do we, and you know, the history of the Jets, man, you know, you know how it is and you know how the fans are. We're, we're two of them. Okay. Like, do you, do you kind of understand where they're going by not putting a veteran there? Cause we're not, we're not looking to win this year anyway. I get it. And you and I get the whole. I think even if you did have a veteran back there like Nick Foles, I still don't think it brings up any concern of. Uh, that's a lot of money for him. Too. Just saying. I know. I, I know. Don't. And that's that's really the thing. It's more so the money than anything else. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't. I, I don't think you should be concerned if we bring in Nick Foles. I mean, Nick Foles. Sorry, Nick. Nick Folk. <laughs> uh, I don't want Nick Folk either. Even though we do need a kicker, we'll get to that. Yeah, that, that's that's gonna be the last thing. <laughs> No, nah, if you bring in if you bring in Foles, I don't see the QB controversy. I don't think it's that because he what Zach Wilson is a w- rookie. I think fans should be realistic enough to say, hey, most rookies are. Zach Wilson what? throws three, throw, loses to Carolina, comes into New England, throws three picks in the first half. Nick Foles is sitting there. It, it's his career is already over. No, you know no, what I'm, I'm trying sorry. to say? We're going to move him I, I get you. I get you. And <laughs> it's already third and top. But then you're an irrational fan. You're you're truly an irrational fan. I don't look. Hold on. I, I get it. I know. I know what New York Jets fans are all. We ask for that. We always ask for this guy and think the next guy the is writers, Joe Namath. The beat writers, like, think about that, man. Like, it would just be hell. DJ <laughs> wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, our boy DJ. But I'm saying, every, like, it would, it would be it would be hell. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially oh, and if the Giants like maybe win a game, it'll be over. You know what I'm saying? Look, the, whole, the whole thing will but, be over. But here's the thing, like, sure, that's the irrational fan. Honestly, that is the irrational fan if we got Nick Foles, asking for Nick Foles to start over Zach Wilson. You know, like, if your QB is going to get benched because they're just, like, downright awful, you don't want to ruin the confidence, that's one thing, you know? And maybe you got to read the room for that. Is Zach Wilson going out there and passing it really well for the most part, moving it up and down the field? But the three interceptions, but the three interceptions come from two tip <laughs> passes and – from the wide receiver and what, like, how is this happening? You know what I mean? Is this, is this, is this just, are we talking about Zach Wilson marching down the field and then just like zip lining it, like Mark, a la Mark Sanchez style into the guy's like freaking uh, hands? Like that's more concerning. Zip line. He, wow. I'm, 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 I think that's even sugarcoating it. <laughs> it is, man. Wow. It's on a line going straight. Yeah, it's, a, it's a duck. It's a lame <laughs> duck right into the linebacker's hands. Nah, <laughs> it's not a lame duck. Let's be, let's be real. They were, he, that, that was, those things were on target to the cornerback. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. Um, but no, I like as a ra- going back to like the Nick Foles, as a rational fan, if I ask for Nick Foles, it better be because like, if we did have Nick Foles, it better be because Zach Wilson, you're seeing him like he's holding his head down. You need to take him out. And you're like, I can't break this guy. Like literally that is the the reason you you take him out and you call for another quarterback. Nick Foles is not going to win us a win us a championship. Like you're not bringing him in here to think of winning a championship either. If anyone's out there saying, hey, we're bringing in Nick Foles because just in case Zach Wilson doesn't take us to the promised land this year, we're going to have Nick Foles because guess what he did to Tom Brady? It's like, no, what are we doing here? Like, just stop. Like, relax. Like, actually relax. This is in 2017, 2018, where we have uh, MVP Carson Wentz uh, running up and down (laughs) the field, and then Nick Foles just gets hot at the right time. So, no, I like, I would hope, yes, I know Jets fans are going to be asking for any QB, but this isn't also like we see, it's not, we've seen bad Mark Sanchez. How many times did we say, hell, bring in Clemens? I was a big Tom Clemens guy. I'll put it out there right now. I'm, okay. That Cowboys game was tough. 
I thought he was going to be good. I, I, I was clamoring for Callum Clemens. He was good in college. Mark Sanchez wasn't really. <laughs> he was whatever. <laughs> and then he's, he's stuck in, as a in the NFL. He's like, what? As a rookie? You're no, a as a rookie. I mean, no, no. I'm saying like as he yeah, was, as he was going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like later, if we're three years yeah. down and we're seeing Zach Wilson do this, I'm like, yeah, dude. yes, I, I said bring to somebody Bollinger, in. Bro. I said, yes. I, I said bring the somebody Cliff in. Kingsbury before he got his, before he got his mansion. All these guys, dude. Greg McElroy. I sat through all these guys, man. I was down for Kellen Clemens. Wow, I was really <laughs> I, I, this is how this is how down I was. I was hopeful on Greg McElroy. I was like, wait, he went to Alabama that's too. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like all these guys. You know, you know, you were really down when you were like, yo, I seen Bryce Petty throw some nice dimes. He had a cannon. Yo, what's what's going on with Christian Hagenberg? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that is just woo. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. But anyway, man. Anyway, getting get, getting a, a little bit back on track with how the Giants Jets game was. Just to wrap that up, yeah, man. They, I, I think I think I think the big winner of the whole game was Mims. Like Mims got on the map. He's gonna be there. He especially if there's injuries in the wide receiver, he's gonna be first up. And I'm excited for him. Do you have any last thoughts on that game before we uh, just really quick go into? Uh, I guess just some notes on the practice uh, from the Packers and kind of what to look for going into the game. Uh, I guess the last thing I just want to say is like the defense was good. Um, also, shout out to the uh, actually not a shout out, more so of talking to the New York Jets YouTube account. I watched that game uh, replay. I did not need a minute <laughs> and fifty seconds of the same goal line fumble by the New York Giants with the Giants with the Jets recovery. So whoever did that editing. It was amazing. Please. I it was, was amazing. Nuts. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was amazing. I didn't need a minute 50 though and of like of I did a minute 50 of like a 5 minute reel of like highlights. That's a lot, dude. Dude, CJ Mosley is going to be so good. <laughs> right, so if you want to talk about the one thing, if you want to talk about the one <laughs> thing. His quote, if you're sleeping on the New York Jets. Woo! <laughs> dude, I'm so excited. I'm ve- I'm very excited about the defense. I think the it's defense just- Defense this is going to be, be one of those years, man. Like, I know we want to watch offense and Russ running the ball, but it's gonna, the score is going to be 10-7, and, and we're probably going to be 7 most of the time, but it's going to be fun. Defense <laughs> is going to be – the one thing I'll tell you is that defense is going to be where it's at. Um, yeah, that's yeah. what I got. That's what I got. But oh, yeah, honestly, offensively – This is such a Knicks team, dude. This is such a Knicks team, bro. That's why I don't so, want a veterans. I don't want veterans to stick with the rookies but behind. But this is what I'm Let trying to learn. say. Hold on. <laughs> What are we talking about? The New York Knicks had veterans, and this is where I was trying to get with Nick Foles. Like, even with like winning, you need to you need to have like some like decent like veteran presence yeah, to show Crowder, up. Corey about. Davis, sure, a little bit of Beckton. That's what he, that's what. But for the most part, he's just we're learning. We're gonna all learn together, man. I'm, I'm uh, dude. I don't know. I trust it. I trust it. But I'm gonna say what I really, really don't trust, uh, which is kind of scaring me. And it's not the secondary; it's the guards. So let's let's talk about it because Mr. Elijah Vera Tucker was at practice today and suited up. He's suited up. He's been dealing with this pec injury. He was he did individual drills. He's trending in the right direction. Dan Feeney cannot pass protect, man. But this goes into but he's a fun news. dude at Long Islanders game. We had the big breaking. He's very fun to go to uh, Islanders games. But the biggest news is Alex Lewis retired. Our starting yeah. left guard from last year. So mm-hmm. We're getting thin, man. There's Elijah Vera Tucker at left guard. If he's not playing, we got Feeney in. We just have to run. He's okay in the pass, in the run. And, you know, that's why he's there. I, I mean, do you take, do you move Fant over to, uh, to a guard? 
No, dude, because Becton has plantar fascia. Like, why does nobody care about that? The guy is limping in practice, and he's going to keep playing because it's an injury that can get worse, cannot, you know, cannot get worse. And so it's just a pain thing. And so he's going to be limping all year. So there's going to be times where he's just, he's just going to hurt it. He's going to be in pain. He's going to sit out. And we're going to, that, that's why we have Fah and Moses. I mean, they're not saying that out loud, but Joe Douglas knows. We need, we're going to need a tackle in there. Someone who knows what the hell they're doing. If Becton goes down, we can't just like let Zach Wilson die. Like <laughs> from weeks, you know, four through 16, if all of a sudden Becton gets hurt, which we already know he's hurt. You know what I'm trying to say? That's what I think is happening there. And, I'm gonna say it right now, dudes. I know it's I know it's August, but I'm telling you, I'm worried about the guards again, man. We did not solve it. Like if if AVT is healthy and him and Beckton are great, it, it could change everything. But, but if he's a but if he's healthy and he's even a rookie, like he's acting like a rookie, like we're gonna be we're gonna be in trouble, man. We're really so, relying on him. So his pec, what was the report on his pec? Right, it's uh, he's coming back from it. It's still sore, but he's taking his time to recover. Now, as an offensive lineman, your pec muscle is super important because you're pushing uh, and <laughs> holding and doing all those wonderful things with your arm motion, and you kind of need that strong chest strength. Uh, I'm not actually not. I'm actually not that worried about the pec situation with him because I under like I get that it's more so of a strain and it's a tolerance issue, but it will heal over time. If he can just m- mitigate the pain, if he can manage that pain, it's better than what we would have, right? So I could take, I'd take, what's the percentage, I guess? I don't even know what the percentage, I would rather take a, I'd rather take a 75% uh, Vera Tucker than, uh, than Feeney. No? You wouldn't? I want a, I a 100% Elijah yeah, Vera Tucker. Yeah, sure. I mean, or, it's like, or nothing. I can, I cannot do this. I can't, I can't, I, no, we traded up for him. He's our prized possession. Our offense goes as far as Elijah Vera Tucker takes us. That's, that's just the truth. It doesn't matter. Even if we had Terrell Owens as our wide receiver, if we don't have guards, you saw what happened. Yeah, we year. saw what happened. I mean, we saw matter who they have. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't have a tight end either, man. We have our tight ends drop passes today. You know what I'm saying? We're riding with a fullback now. Like we're gonna run the ball all day long, but eventually, like we're gonna we're gonna need guard play, and so I, he needs to be a hundred percent, man. I don't want seventy five percent. Take another week off. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna be seventy five percent, like Beckton, and it's not gonna be a injury that you could make worse, no, nope, fine. But like, I really need you to be a hundred percent. Yes, I would want him to be one hundred percent too. Like I'm not saying like, but at, what I'm getting at is this. I want Elijah Barrett Tucker to be 100%. If he can play through pain, because it's more so of a tolerance issue. That's yes, what yes. I'm trying. This yes. is more of a tolerance issue. Yes. Like it's a strained pectoral muscle. If he can tolerate it, I'd rather take him 75% than having freaking Feeney. That worries huh? me. That worries me. It just worries me. I, I get, I, no, I, of course. Like this is not. I'll say this, the pectoral muscle like injury for me as a guard for like an offensive lineman is not as worrisome as a hammy with a wide receiver, because we all know if a wide receiver injures that hammy again, we're not seeing them for another four to five weeks. Yeah. And that that's just what it is. We've seen offensive linemen who have like clubs for their freaking hands play. 
like legit, yeah. like where he yeah. has play. You know what I mean? Like this is more of a tolerance to strength issue. Like if he can't push anybody, I don't want it. I think as a for as a guard, there's so many things you could do. You could do a chop walk. You can give you can get the assistance that you need. You can kind of mask that at least with your with your guard with a, with a, a better guard than Feeney than just call than watching it all and then having your quarterback struggle. Yeah. And it what what it really comes down to is is AVT have the pain tolerance to play through it. If he doesn't, then yeah, you don't play him and you go with Feeney. And that's a nightmare situation to think of. Like, sure, we'll get decent run run game. But as you like, as you pointed out a little before, like the run weeds into the play action and spreading the ball around and spreading it out. So if you can't run it well, well, if, if you, you can run it decently and you can't pass block, it's a sub zero game that we're playing. Might as well just run it the entire game. Look like a, a high school football team. Dude, we actually have to, not we, because we're not going to be there, but the Jets have to temper Corey Davis's expectations. He's going to get the brunt of this, man. He's not going to get the ball. He's just going to be pass blocking all day. He's so far away. We don't have time at, th- at this point, right? I'm, sh- I'm, I'm hoping it's going to get better, but just at this point, I mean, reports today that Zadarius Smith was killing Beckton today, but on the in- and the- it was noted that it was on the inside. So they were kind of alluding that it was, you know, because of the guard play. But I mean, Zadarius Smith is an all pro. So, you know, like, you know, is what it is. You know what I'm saying? If he's getting beat by Carlos and Zadarius Smith, it's no problem. Like, if you have to be an all pro to beat him, We've seen him do well against, you know, Bosa, the Bosa brothers, et cetera, last year. So it's, 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 we know we can do it. I, I, just, I just think it's interesting with the guard play, dude. I, I expect, especially with Alex Lewis retiring, I'm sure that money is going to be off the books now. I assume another safety is coming in here, and I assume another left guard has to come in here. We need another guard, that's for sure, and we need another – we need another safety. So I agree with you. I think those are the two positions that are going to get addressed because we can't have a point. We can't have a secondary that just allows wide receivers to go rampant on a daily basis. All right. Uh, and then we can't have, you know, no pass blocking for a quarterback because we do need to get him, you know, used to throwing under pressure and used to passing in a game. And see what we have. Otherwise, it's just a wash of a season to a certain degree. So, so it will be interesting. So, so we did, we did, we did, we did get David Moore off the waivers from Carolina, right? Uh, and a couple of teams put in for waiver for him, and that was granted for us. So we're going to see how he does. I think he's projected as a right guard. Then we also have Tristan Hodge, uh, who we got uh, um, this year, rookie. I mean, he's a left guard. He he might be slated in there. See what he can do. So, and we have we have humans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Humans. <laughs> we don't have humans for safety. Like we, we, we like we, we need guys. Like we're, we're gonna sign some safeties. We have to. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know, man. It's uh, we're just gonna have to rely on our D line, dude. Like, like Carl Lawson was a force today against Aaron Rodgers, John Franklin Myers again, no, Bryce who, Huff. Like the names uh, we so keep who, hearing. Who, who we're gonna have to rely on on the offense? It's gonna be run. It's going to be run heavy. I think. I think that Wesco is going to be in a lot of fullback packages. It, can we, you know, can we move Wesco to the guard? No, I think we're going to play fullback a lot. I think we're, we're going to get extra protection. I think Brian Griffin is going to be in there blocking a lot with or Croft. 
They're just going to be sitting in there. Herndon is dropping passes today, dude. Tough, but hopefully he picks it up. Um, I don't know. Like, what is? And what, I think James Crowder. On? I know. I think it's got to be between through the between the ears, man. With with Herndon, I, I don't know what has happened. When he came, he came onto the scene, you're like, whoa. You know, maybe the number one Herndon fan, and every year he hurts me, and every year I'm like, this is gonna be Herndon's year, and then it's I'm not, just like, then you gotta oh, start God. saying it's not, you gotta start saying it's not Herndon's year, so you can turn this thing around. I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm on that, dude. I think I'm, I think I'm not as optimistic on Chris Herndon for the first time, even though like I, it's possible, but like I don't know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not as optimistic about it. The tight end situation needs to be addressed. We're gonna get a tight end. Point. No, we're gonna get a tight end next year. We need, yeah, we need another, uh, we need another weapon on the line. We got, because, we got, I mean, we, go ahead. No, we got wide receivers, you know, that's, we just need everyone healthy. So how, here's a question for you, though. Uh, touching back on the Giants, how'd you feel about your boy, Vincent Smith? <laughs> Dude, Vincent Smith on the special teams. Did you see him? Good on special teams. I'm talking about offense, though. Wait, but did you see him? He, he ran down and, uh, stopped the ball on the one off the yeah. pond. Oh yeah, oh, he's easy. I mean, yo, Spain, he's about, about, about to get on this team. He's, trying, he's about to get on this team, man. He's just he's Mims stay on this team. Get, yeah, I mean Mims. I mean Mims asked to be on special teams. Vincent Smith is making plays on special teams. They know the deal, man. And Brent Boyer is the longest tenured coach. They know they they're smart guys. They got good agents, I'm sure. Yeah, you gotta keep it realistic. I, I'm not too worried about Denzel. I know everyone's up in flames about Denzel Mims. Like, is he gonna get cut? What's happening to him? Let's all calm down. He'll be fine. But now I'm talking more so Vincent Smith on, on offense. He went, uh, caught three for 39. How'd you feel about him offensively? Did he, did he, did he answer questions for you on offense? He didn't really answer anything for me on offense. He played okay. Um, I mean, he's, he, I mean, the, the, the starters are set. Corey Davis, Crowder, Cole, Moore, yep. Berrios, Mims. That's the yep. six. And then I think that you're going to have to. That's deep. <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, you're going to have to. You, I mean, did I, did I say, say Berrios? You did. It's deep. So then number seven, number, number, number seven is going to have to be uh, Vincent Smith. He's in there. Josh Malone's going to have to be the odd man out. I can get and Jeff that. Smith. And, but like, I really need Lawrence Cager to come through. He, he, he did not have a great game. I know. I know. Trust me. I know. But Practice I still wild. believe. I still. I, I, he might, yeah. I mean, he he would uh, honorably take it. So I think that players like that, you you know, like you kind of sign them up for it if you're the Jets because it saves you a roster spot. Um, but that's not to say uh, he could high point the ball, man. I don't know. I just want to see him out there. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> this is like talking about a guy with a relationship. Like, yo, man, dude, it's not, it's not like we drafted him high. Like he's an undrafted free agent. He was a beast in Georgia. He's just injury prone his whole life. And I just feel like this is his first time like, ever getting like a real full offseason, real full training camp, real full coach. <laughs> you know? Injury prone his whole life. Real full quarterback. Real, like, Stays injured when he's on the New York Jets, but he needs a chance. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All right. <laughs> Like I said, defense is set. I don't think we need to go anything. I do want to touch on, though, I do want to mention that I'm very happy that uh, Beckton and Carl uh, Wass have been going at it in practice. Uh, I Dude, think that's, I think, I think Beckton is learning. I think Beckton is probably learning the most this offseason out of anyone. Yeah, for sure. And what I like about that, and it kind of like, 
I like it because I went through that when I was playing offensive line in high school. <laughs> I was playing Saturday. They put like they put some of the toughest dudes on me just like during practice. I'm like, yo, and I got tired, but it makes you better. Like playing someone like that. They're doubling you like D book. Doubling me. I was like D book like D book in the summer. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> come on, bro. Let's let's get let's let's call this. But that that stuff helps, man. That stuff helps. So I like it. I'm expecting a lot out of Becton too, even though I know he has plantar fasciitis. I'm still expecting a lot out of him. I'm expecting that to be taken care of during the offseason, though, if there could be any surgery. So I think he's going to try to push it through this season, but hopefully he can do his best with that. But I'm hyped. If he, if he, and he's, you know, they say he's been doing well too with Lawson's on him, even with this injury. So I'm pretty, pretty optimistic. Yeah. So. I had some stats earlier about the difference between the San Francisco, the way they treated their tight ends on offense and defense, like how they defended them and how they treated them on offense versus the way that the Jets target their tight ends and the way they defend their tight ends, like complete contrast. And so I think that is going to be the second aspect of the Jets team that learns to grow after, you know, the strength of the D line is going to make the offensive line a little bit better. I think that, the tight end situation is the second aspect that's going to grow the most on both sides of the ball, you know, from our perspective. Okay. I agree with that. Like, and the kickers. Ah, we're doing this. Chris, the kicker is gone. Shout out DJ. Chris, <laughs> Shout out DJ. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Nager is gone. We got Matt Amendola. <laughs> Dude, he's a beast. He is he's a got a leg. He's got a leg. He's been playing well. He's been playing well. I expect are, are to bring you, another kicker, but I'm I'm okay with him for are you now. Com- are you confident with Matt no. Amendola? Okay. No, no, no. Let me see. Question. Let me see this game. Let me see this game. Let me see what happens to Lambo. Okay. It's still the summer, but let me just see. You know, you Vinatieri said you can't miss kicks. That's not a thing. It's not like I was like, oh, it's okay. He missed one, but it was like 55. I'm like, all right, fine. But like Vinatieri, when he was talking to Pat McAfee. You don't miss kicks. That's not a thing in practice. So here I am. I'm, I'm, let's see it. Let's see what happens in the preseason, man. I mean, he won his I first agree. competition. So let's see what I happens. Mean, he was undrafted, right? He beat out the guy that was drafted. I mean, that's a pretty big. That's a pretty big accomplishment. And now let's see. Let's see what happens. They're going to bring another. Comp- they're going to bring in somebody else, and it's his job to lose. Let's see. No, for sure. And look, I agree with what Vinatieri says. You're essentially unguarded. You should be able to make these things like one, two, three. You knock it. I was just giving it some slack, dude. No, like you can miss, you can miss some free throws. You can miss one free throw. You can go 90%, but like, he's like nine kicking. (laughs) He's like, no, you can't. Like, all right, dude, look, when we talk about, and I, uh, I put Vinatieri with kicking as in Steph, Steph Curry stratosphere with like free throw shooting. Sure. Um, these guys, they don't miss. And if they miss <laughs> one, like when it happens, it is like, yo, what? It's is devastating. Going on? Yo, yeah, Benetario was talking about how it's devastating when he missed. Yeah. Oh my, so oh like, my goodness. We miss, every, we miss twice a week. We can't get extra point in. But that's like the level of like, and I know you're going to hate that. I'm not going to, it's just the, the TB12 dude down in Tampa Bay, right? Like he, like it's we're talking guy about guys, but we're talking about, uh, we're talking about guys we're not who are just like, him. all right, fine. Well, but scary. we're talking about guys. <laughs> <laughs> But we're talking about guys who are just dedicated to like their craft, right? When we talk about Vinatieri, dedicated to his craft. Steph Curry, when it comes to free throws, dedicated, dedicated to, to his Steph craft. Bro, we don't sure. need that. We don't Absolutely. need that stupid guy in Tampa. He's coming. He's coming to town this year. 
Okay. I actually well, I don't want to bring up I don't want to bring up Peyton Manning because guess what he gave us for two years. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Good point. At least the other guys out of the division I hate I have both to deal them. with that guy. I hate both. Uh, you're right. You're right. That I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> so that's about uh, it, man. That's about it. That's about it for me from the Jets. Um, um, one Jets drive episode two is really good. Corey Davis, he's featured. Like man, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic about this team. I think don't that feed into one Jets drive. Don't feed into it, John. I'm just not, I just think I just think we're going to be Carolina Week One, and I think we have a chance against the Patriots Week Two. Like that's all I'm saying. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. We got to We got to beat Sam Darnold, and I just the, think we, uh, have, we have to beat Sam Darnold, dude. We, and Matt we Rule, Matt and Robbie Anderson, and their horrific O line. Oh, I can't. I think they have they have Beecham back there. No, dude, we we can't we cannot we can't lose to Carolina. Yeah, we can't we can't we can't lose to Carolina. If that does, if we do, that is. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a long week. Yeah. <laughs> it's be a long season. It's gonna be a long week. Um, I mean, yeah, I, 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 it can't be worse than Darnold throwing a pick six versus the Lions on the first play. So let's see what happens, man. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Can't wait for this uh, Jets Packers game. But John, I think we got the Eagles. Another- we got the Eagles coming to town. We got the joint practice, and then uh, we got a game versus them. So that should be fun too. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm just I'm looking at the present man, I'm looking for like just taking it one week at a time, looking forward to this week, getting a little bit more action out of Zach Wilson mm-hmm. and the starters, getting to see, you know, if uh Elijah Vera Tucker plays, let's see how this offensive line looks with him coming back from injury. This is yeah. the stuff that's what I'm these are the guys I'm gonna be looking at. I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna continue to watch Zach Wilson, gonna to continue to watch uh Elijah Vera Tucker and the offensive line in general. Mm-hmm. Wide receivers, it's kind of set right now. We know what it is. Uh, defensively, we'll keep maintaining on the safeties, and we're definitely going to be paying attention to Matt Amendola because we can't go so many years in a row. What is it, a third year in a row with terrible kickers? We just can't do it, bro. We just can't do it. We, we got um, interesting uh, competition at the, at the returners, too. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about all aspects of this squad, dude. Uh, the we're not talking about your really favorite fun. guy. We haven't talked about your favorite guy, John. Tommy Hennessy? No. <laughs> Braden Man. Yes. <laughs> I told oh, I brought him up. Him and Vincent Smith, man. The connect. Even though the Braden Man's first punt was terrible, but we, we move on. We we digress. We that, those are the jitters. <laughs> Had to get the first one out. Yeah. All right. I think that covers it up for the Jets episode, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Well, that's another Jets episode in the books. Thank you all for listening for another or watching. Or watching. Thank you. Or watching. <laughs> if you are watching one. on the YouTube, subscribe down for our first episode. Shout out to Greg Albert for putting it all together. Yes. Shout out to our guy, Greg, for recording the visuals for this awesome stuff, helping us out, helping us expand. All right. Thank you for Greg, fellow Jets and Knicks fan. Don't know if he's a Yankees fan. Is he a, is he a Yankees no, fan? No, oh, no. Oh, no. God. <laughs> but oh, he is, he, we got the SUNY Albany connect. We got That's the fraternity facts. connect. That's facts. Lives by the lives by the the single A Yankees squad. Oh, okay. You know, he's, around. All right. he's around. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, Greg. We'll we'll forgive you for your baseball team, but uh, we'll try to convert you. Don't <laughs> worry. It's all good. But thank you. So if you do, he's, 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 are, he's a yeah, he's an in the closet Yankees fan. <laughs> if you are watching this on YouTube, as John said, please make sure to hit the subscribe button. 
Make sure to give us a like and get that notification bell for when we not drop the new episodes. But if you are listening to this in podcast format, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to leave us a five-star review and to leave us a comment. That'll help us out tremendously. And if you're not watching us on YouTube and if you're not listening to us on Apple Podcasts, it's okay. It really is okay. Because you want to know why? We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. We're on Amazon Alexa. We're everywhere. We're on all other audio platforms. So please, please, I encourage you to go listen. All right. On top of that, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Hit all of them. And subscribe to all of them. It helps us out tremendously. All right. But we'll catch everyone later for next week for another Knicks episode of the Knicks Jets Etc. podcast. We out. Let's go Jets.